Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313-RADICAL now. That's area code 313-RADICAL. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you are divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live. The podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems. Moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court and where marriage unchanged, the art of one flesh, divorce, combat coaching is the flavor of the day, while also helping men understand courting, not dating, in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 103rd episode, how to find that magic pill to fix my marriage fast. Plus, live calls from you answer your marriage in crisis questions. So get in the queue at 313-723-4225 or call in studio.com slash radical one to call in from your browser. So... Get in that queue to get some resolution to your marriage confusion. So the quote of the day, let's do this. Quote, if you really want to love Jesus, First, learn to suffer because suffering teaches you to love. St. Gemma of Gargana.
I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confusion. All right, now we're on to Catholic Alpha's Radical Rant of the Day. We get the beat rolling. We got the beat rolling this morning real good, real good. So what we're going to do is we're going to get started because it's Friday, and I know y'all want to get out of here and get the weekend started. So here we go. The Radical Rant of the Day. Questions, questions, questions. Number one question. When we are in marriage crisis, why do we men always think there's some magic trick to fix our marriage? Oh, I hate that. I hate that so bad. I was guilty of it too. I was guilty of it too. Searching around, trying to find anything to get my wife to do what I want her to do. How to how to stop her from wanting to get out of, you know, to be without me. Uh, how to keep my family together and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. It, it's, it's, it's daunting. And we look out there and we try to find a quick fix and we don't. We just keep searching and keep searching and keep searching. And the quick fix, we try the quick fix stuff and guess what? Don't even work. Don't even work. And it makes us even more, it's even more and more frustrating, right? The next question we're going to cover today, why do men look at marriage and relationships as though it is some type of machine that needs repairing? Why do we men look at marriage and relationships like it's some machine that needs repairing, right? Oh, man, if she would just, you know, if I could just find that trick, that 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 magic pill to just, just get her to just fix this real quick so I can go back to, to going to work and then doing what I want to do. Uh, yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. I'm with you <laughs> for all about two seconds because <laughs> it don't work. We got to remember that women are not machines or relationships are not a machine. They're, it's a very complicated, sophisticated problem. And there's no more sophisticated problem in the world than trying to fix a marriage or to keep a woman happy, keep our marriage together. I don't uh, even if it's brains. I don't care if it's brain surgery. I don't care if it's rocket science. I don't care if it's going to the moon. It doesn't matter. Nothing. Nothing is more complicated than marriage. But guess what? The payoff is astronomical. Okay. Next, if a wife has been planning to leave for years, how do you get her to change her mind? Ooh, boy, that's a tough one. Only God knows that one, y'all. Only God knows that one. But we're going to do our best today to help you a little bit. You know, how do you get her to change her mind? Well, one of the best ways is don't try to get her to change her mind. <gasps> Jerry, what? Don't try to get her to change her mind. What's wrong with you? She's she's packing her bag. She's walking out the door. The, the rug rats are right behind her. They're getting in the car. What, I got, what am I going to What can I say? What can I do? Nothing. <laughs> Ain't nothing you can say. 
What you should have said was should have happened. She should have said three years ago before she started planning to get away from your butt. <laughs> You've been thinking about that then. Right now, it ain't you don't want to say nothing to her. You really don't. Just let her go and do what she's gonna do. Divorce gonna happen or it ain't gonna happen. She's gonna leave or she ain't gonna leave. It's, that's just the way it is. And and that don't sound logical, but it's it's the truth. We try to control things. We we you know we try to get in emergency mode. Jesus Christ, please come in here and help me. Please help me, Lord. Please help me. Please be Superman. I just screwed up my marriage and my life. And 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 you know, I didn't even really care about you then, but you know, I'm I'm caring about you now. Jesus, please help me. No, dude, that ain't how it works. Should have been thinking about that two, three years ago when your wife was in her I'm leaving mode. I'm planning, I'm conniving, I'm scheming to get away from you. And if you don't, if that if that is the most important point that you've got to understand about today's program is that in the end, there is no quick fix. It ain't. Once you're in marriage crisis, it ain't no quick fix. It ain't. You know, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you, man. I really am. And, and, you know, the sooner, you know, it's like understanding your responsibility as a man, that everything in your house is your responsibility. Everything, everything that you can think of right now, sitting where you are listening and watching this, think of something that, that in your house, that's your responsibility. And you know what? Once you accept that, that you're responsible for everything in your marriage, in your family, your kids, your wife, her happiness, the marriage, everything, then guess what? You can accept things better. You start to roll like a man better. You get more confident. Yes, yeah, a lot more work. But at least you know what you're supposed to do. At least you know, you know. And and that's the thing. You control the things you can, and you the other stuff. You get yourself right, and then all the other stuff will just kind of seem to fall into place. But you can't get guys to understand that they they don't want to give up nothing. They won't want to sacrifice nothing to really fix their marriage and bear down. And then when they do want to bear down, they want to skip around and do the stuff they want to do. That don't, that's not how life works, man. That's not how the rules work. That's not how the game is played. You've got to do what you're supposed to do. You do your part. Jesus Christ will do his part. And Jerry, your marriage coach, will do his part. And then your lawyer, if you had to get one, will do their part. That's the team. Okay. Next. Next question. My marriage is in crisis, and I've been praying for two weeks to 30 days. Why is nothing happening? Why won't God just fix it? Why won't he just fix my marriage? He, he, he says that he wants us to be married with him. Why don't he just fix it? Why don't he just make her do what she's supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. No, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. That's the thing. That's the whole problem with men. You know, we, we we try to solve problems quick. That's why we don't listen to our wife. Our wife will come home, and she's got all these things. When you first get married, and, and things are going great, and she comes home from work, or you come home, and she's been with the babies all day long, and she's got all these stories and all this exciting stuff that happened, and some of it ain't exciting. But, you know, all the people she talked to and everybody that pissed her off and how the kids got on her nerves, you know, and you don't listen. You listen at first when you're trying to get in her pants, 
But after you get in her pants, you get married for a year, 30 days or six months, whatever. Well, you know, okay, I got other things to do. I can't sit here and listen to this all the day like this. Now, I'm exaggerating, but it's true. It's true. Not all of us go to that extent, but most of us go to some of that extent. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. A wife walks in the room and we're working. We don't even look at her. <laughs> yeah. You know, then we expect, you know, that. So what are we going to do? So when, when there's a, when there's when marriage crisis. And so what is marriage crisis to go over that again? My wife wants to leave or I want to leave. We're in separate bedrooms. We ain't made love for a month. Um, my wife is nagging me. I got to get, you know, I got to, uh, she wants to leave. She's asked for a divorce. I want a divorce. Uh, I don't love her no more. She don't love me no more. Um, we don't, we argue and fight all the time. You know, this is marriage crisis. This is marriage crisis. Satan has entered your home, uh, because of your lack of defense from evil in your home. And this is the result. Your home is in chaos. Now, you might not have all of those, but if you even got one of those, Satan has entered your home and you just don't know it. You think it's normal. What? We're rats and roaches, right? Every time something goes wrong or something happens, we just adjust to it, you know, and then when something else bad goes wrong, we'll adjust to that. We'll adjust to that. Before you know it, we're in hell and we don't even know it. We don't even know how bad it really is. We just think it's normal. <laughs> All right. So what do we do? Oh, my God, she wants a divorce. I'm going to pray real hard for two weeks. Boom. Jerry, I prayed for two weeks, man. Ain't nothing happened. <laughs> ain't nothing happened, Jerry. What's wrong with God? You know, he said he's going to help me. Then when I need him, he abandons me. Well, you know why? Because he don't know you. <laughs> God don't know you, brother. He don't. Because if you knew God, you wouldn't really be where you are. So that's why it seems like he left you. And he does. People think God's just going to be around and I could do whatever I do, do all the mortal sinning and venial sinning and do things my way for my whole life for a year, for five years, whatever it takes, whatever. And then, you know, I don't have to worry about God because things are going all right. But then, guess what? Over that decade or that year or whatever, how many years you decide that, you, the, you're, that you're God and you don't need him, he don't know you and you don't know him. So what does Christ say? I will vomit you out of my mouth because I don't know you. And so we pray for two weeks or we pray for 30 days. We pray for a day and we think, well, why ain't nothing happening? Well, first of all, ain't nothing happening because God don't even know who you are, bruh. You don't know him. He don't know you. And that's the way it works. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. When I found that out and learned that, I, I, I was like, oh, my God, no wonder why my life is so screwed up. Yep. And that's what, you know, hopefully we can help you fix that today. So the last question we're going to talk a little bit about is if there were a quick fix available, would it actually fix your marriage? the rest of your life or temporarily place a band-aid over a critically damaged wound. This is another thing I deal with all the time. All right, Jerry, boom, we here. I'm here in the program. All right, man, I'm ready to go. I'm fired up. I'm going to do anything you say, right? Boom. Okay, Jerry, I've been, uh, the one day, Jerry, your stuff ain't working. <laughs> 
You we we've been talking for two whole weeks, and she's still the same. Jerry, what's going on? See, that's the mentality. You really don't want to fix your marriage. We only want to fix our marriage if it don't take no work. You know, it's the same old, it's a machine. Fix the machine, and then the machine will work. And then I go off and go leave the machine to do its thing, and then I'll go and do what I want to do again. Remember, your wife is not a machine. Your marriage is not a machine. Your kid's not a machine. And if you treat them like that, then they're going to treat you like that. And then guess what? They will be gone. They won't love you. They won't respect you. And they definitely won't serve you. And that's the way it is. That's the way God set this up. It's not really a man-made thing. It's a supernaturally made thing. Because God knows that's why priests are on the altar. That's why that there's not supposed to be girls on the altar. That's why there's not supposed to be women pastors or women priests. You know why? Because God knows if I don't come down and as, as Jesus and I, as a man, men ain't going to listen to me. If I come down as a woman, men ain't going to listen to me. If I let women be on the altar and be priests and be pastors of churches and let all the girls be on the altar whenever they want, men won't do nothing. Men will leave. Look at your church. How many women are there? Whatever church you go to, whatever whatever denomination that you are in, look at your congregation this Sunday. How many men are there? What, five? Let's not even talk numbers. Let's talk percentages. 75% women and maybe 25% men. Doesn't that sound, doesn't some, something wrong with that? Because women are running everything. So men say, well, they don't need me. That's why one of the, that's one of the main reasons God has this set up like this. People think that, that oh, that God's a, uh, what is it, a male chauvinist and all that. No, he's not. God created us so he knows the deal. He knows that if I don't make a man do nothing, he ain't going to do nothing. Just like in the Garden of Eden. First thing, what did Adam do? First thing. When Eve ate the apple, the boy standing right there, he didn't say nothing to her. He let Satan just talk to her all day long. And what did Adam do? He ate the apple too, didn't he? Right. So when God came, what did he do? He blamed his wife. That's what he did. So what do you think? I mean, God knows us. God knows us. And you people that are liberal like that and think, well, women should be able to do this. Women... No, women ain't supposed to be doing that because women are like this. They're great in this manner. If a man don't man up, they'll man up for him. That's why your wife is leaving. That's why she'll leave. She's manning up. Look, I'm not taking this no more. I'm done with this all day. I'm tired of this neglect. I'm tired of all this crap we're doing. This marriage ain't going nowhere. I'm a man up for both of us, and I'm out of here. Yep. Then guess what? Everybody wants to be a man then. All the guys want to be men then. Yeah, I'm going to be a man. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to fight for my marriage. You weren't fighting for it four years ago when she was unhappy and miserable and trying to tell you something's wrong. Dude, dude, don't get me started on this stuff, man, because I'm telling you, I've been through it. I know the deal. That's why I can sit here and talk like this because I've been there. And my job as your, as your coach is to try to get you to see your true to see your true situation, you know, and, and that's why God does not have men or women as priests. 
Because then the church would really go down. Because women would be running everything. It'd be all emotional. Would nobody raise the kids? You know why? Because the women would be working and trying to do, uh, I got, you know, uh, they'd be working and trying to run all the ministries. Would nobody take care of the kids? The kids just out there on their own trying to raise themselves. Huh? Does that sound familiar today? All the women got pants on. All the women at work. The kids are going these crazy ass, day, these crazy dang on um, uh, daycare centers. Smell like pee and urine all the time. Kids are around all these other kids they don't know. Kids cussing, talking about sex, doing all kind of stuff while you at work, while your wife's at work. Come on, man. This this whole thing is a debacle. It's this whole thing is a debacle. We all know it, but we don't want to do nothing about it. And so what do I do? What do I do? What do I try to do is get you to control your environment, your environment. What is your environment? Your environment as a man is your home, your church, your job, your friends, your mother and fathers, every, everywhere you are, that is your environment. It's your job as a man to influence that environment for God, plain and simple, especially your home. If you don't, we get what we get, right? We get what we get. And so this is why I'm saying it's important that when you fix you, you can't just temporarily put a bandaid on your marriage when you're in marriage crisis. That's what that's what men do. We want to, well, temporarily fix it. And then I'm going to go over here and finish doing all my other problems I got. And then I'll come back to my wife and my marriage later. But that's not how women are. They, they can't. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. That's why things keep getting worse and worse. You come home one day. She's another way. You come home another day. She's she's still the same. She's getting worse and worse. You can't understand it because we keep putting our money, we keep putting our job, our parents, our friends, our own wants, our own desires above what's the most important of God, our marriage. That's what's most important, right? So we're going to go through that today. I hope you guys will hang out. This is going to be a pretty good show. I'm going to try my best to help you out and to really get you to understand that you, as I always say, yes. I get I get excited and I get passionate. I get I get really frustrated about what I'm doing sometimes. But I tell you, I do that in order to tell you this. You can fix this. You can be great. You can be a man of courage, a Christian soldier, a true, authentic man. But you have to bear down and work on it and know that that is your life. That is what your life is supposed to be about. And once you get that, man, oh, my God, it changes everything. It changes everything. Once you get under the submission of Christ and understand what that actually means as a man, your life just all of a sudden changes because you have a reason every day to get up. It ain't work. You have a reason to get up every day because you got to fight Satan to, to keep your home in order. And then your job and everything else will come in order. It just seems to happen that way, man. It really does. I'm done talking about it because I love you and I want you to be the greatest man ever. And you can if you work at it. Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally.
personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. Hey, 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 we have back. We are back. And one thing I just want you to refuse to fail, refuse to fail, refuse to fail. That's how this works. Okay. So getting that cue, are you having problems with anything I'm saying? Hey, I don't care. Talk again, you know, come and, and you know, we can have a discussion about it. I, I'm not the know all be all. I'm not. You know, Get in the call, call 313 Radical, and then let's talk about it. You know, matter of fact, I like to have those kind of discussions. Me and my, I had a friend, his, his name is Walt. Me and him go at it all the time about stuff. <laughs> that boy, he, he wanted dudes, man. You, you could do, he'll debate with you to the end of time if you sit there and debate with him. He don't get mad. He, he stays calm. <laughs> and and he, he'll interrupt you. I mean, he is the man. He is the man. I love debate with Walt. That's why we good friends. That's why we friends. Matter of fact, him and his family was over. Him and his family was over here for Sunday dinner on Sunday. But yeah, him and his wife and stuff. Yeah, man. I won't debate because that's how that's how logical. That's how men do it. You know, we talk about it. You don't agree with me? That's fine. You ain't got to agree with me. You know, just like I don't got to agree with you, but we can talk it out and see what's you know and and throw some points back and forth. You know, that's how we roll. You know, uh, so uh, I was been instructed to remind you guys that today is first Friday. Today's first Friday. So first Friday is the Sacred Heart of Jesus devotion every Friday, every first Friday of the month. Um, then tomorrow is, of course, the Blessed Mother is Saturday. But um, the reason that uh, the Sacred Heart uh, devotion is important for men because, okay, first I'm going to tell you what it is. So the sacred, it's basically you go, it's saying that if you go nine, if you go nine months in a row, first Friday. So what does first Friday do? You got to go to confession, you got to go to mass, and then you got to read, you got to pray the the litany of the sacred heart of Jesus. Okay. So that's, that's the, that's the, like the foundation of it. And so what do you do is every first Friday for nine Fridays and nine first Fridays in the row, which is what nine Mondays, nine, nine months in the row, you go, you do that. And then you are supposed to be predestined, you know, for heaven and stuff. So at least purgatory. Um, and so, but the, the reason I do it, the reason I do it is because I, it's also said to that every man should be a part of first Friday. The reason why, because it curbs our anger. It, it controls our passions, especially anger. 
Um, and it helps us with meekness and patience. It helps us with um, humility. And if you do that and you embrace that, um, then you get all these benefits. That's that's the thing about God. If you if you conform, you get all these graces, and your life becomes something of a journey instead of a struggle. I know that's kind of weird, but it's kind of what it is. The journey is 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 hard too, but the journey means you're journeying towards God and you're you're on a mission somewhere. The struggle is like you're just going day to day, man. I'm just trying to make it. You ever, you ever talk to somebody, man? How you doing, man? Oh, I'm just trying to make it, brother. I'm just trying to make it. <laughs> you know, that's 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 it. You know, and so once you you know you understand a lot of these things, the concepts that that we talk about in this show, and you really try to conform of what God is trying to talk to you and say, you'll see, man, things will get better. They will. They will get better. You become a better man for it too. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into today's content. Um, and if I get a call, then of course you know I will stop. But today's content, let's go. So now, Catholic Alpha's radical rant of the day. So when we are in, let me see, am I on the right thing? Let me see, make sure I'm on the right thing. Nope, I'm not on the right thing. See, there you go. Now we are. So as I promised, the radical rant of the day. The magic trick to fix my marriage doesn't really exist. Well, if 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 the first segment was any clue, then it doesn't. And but people want to be in this dream world of that there is one. Today we always want some magic pill to fix our life. Some quick fix to stop us from having to go through the soul-saving pain that is required to become a saint and enter heaven. We don't realize in our society, and I don't know about other societies. I, I haven't been to a lot of other societies. I've traveled around the world and stuff, but I haven't been actually. I've been, I was in the Pacific when I was in the military. I did a lot of, you know, Guam and Okinawa, um, uh, uh, Japan stuff, and um, what, you know, uh, Korea, um, uh, you know, Thailand, you know, all the, that, kind, that kind of part of the world, right? And so other cultures are different than ours. But the problem with that is a lot of the United States are starting to seep into the other countries of the world. And that's why if you this, if you really want to know why the Muslims, why Iran, Iraq, um, all the, that the Middle East hates America. Because, man, of all, we are in, we're spreading things that are contrary to the natural law. And so. People, they in other countries, they they try to reject that. They reject that, but you know how the United States is. We f- sometimes we force countries to do things they really don't want to do, and so that causes us to be enemy, the, the us to become their enemy and stuff like that. Now it's like a cold war type of thing. It's not like we're going to go to war, like physical war, but you know we have to understand our influence on the world because that's what God has done to us. How God has given this country so many blessings and what are we doing with it? We are squandering those graces that we once were. We used to be great. You can, you can say whatever you want about Trump, like him, hate him, indifferent. He had it right to make our country great again, to look to, to be more than what we're capable of being of what we think we can be again, to influence the world with good and grace and love and mercy and 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 help every and help us all come to this together, 
you know, that's what he's trying was trying to do. Um, and so, like I said, love, hate him or whatever. That was the deal. So. Suffering is important. And so because why? When we suffer and we unite that suffering with Christ, we, we can change our environment. The graces from that goes out into the world and Christ uses our suffering to heal the world. This is why when a lot of people are praying and 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 like like when you go to if you go to mass like at our church every Sunday before mass we pray the rosary. It's 300 people in there praying the rosary. You know, you know why? Why would we why do we do that? Because we're trying to change the world. We're trying to influence our environment to keep the church our church our parish safe. We're trying to get the grace from God. And that's what the multitude of praying does for a community. Okay. So that's why, you know, if we, we don't, if today we want everything so fast, we don't give the Holy Spirit time to do his job. We mess things up. And then we want, like I said earlier, we want Jesus Christ to come in there and save and save us. And then once he, he does come in and gives us some help, we want to be, we, we want to done immediately. Well, that's not how it works. The Holy Spirit takes time because of what we've done. Remember, the Holy Spirit has to fix things naturally and temporally, right? Because when we mortally sin, we not only sin against ourselves, but we affect everybody around us, which then affects everybody around them, which affects everybody around them. That is why Christ had to come the first time, because the sin was so great, the, the, the payback was almost irreparable. But only sin is infinite in the world. It is infinite. Once a sin is committed, a murder, a rape, an abortion, um, a homosexual act, uh, a divorce, all of that stuff, man, it, it spreads out into the world and it's infinite. It's infinite in what it does. So only an infinite being can, can correct it. And so that's why Christ had to come the first time. Now the Holy Spirit is the, kind of the same thing. Sin is infinite. So you go to confession and yes, you are personally forgiven. But the reason you get penance and the reason you get penance is because you have to correct. You have to counter your temp the effects of your sin temporally. Now, I'm not a theologian. I'm not Father Ripperker or, you know, Matt Frad and all them kind of apologist dudes. And I probably didn't get it perfect. But that's the gist of it. That's the gist of it. You know, and, and, and you got to understand that's this is why in your marriage, when we mess our marriage up, when I and my wife mess up our marriage, it affects not just you or us. It affects our children, our parents, our brothers and sisters, our church family, the society, the country, the world. Look at it. Nobody took care of marriage because we have no fault divorce. Nobody cares about marriage for the last 100, 150 years, right? Ever since women's suffrage, basically. Nobody, I think it's been longer than that. But anyway, it don't matter. You know, nobody cares that's taking care of marriage. So look at it. It has, it has affected the whole world, the whole country, our country. Because nobody has taken care of marriage. Nobody, want, you know, nobody has taken the, the institution of marriage and protected it. Because people, we want, everybody wants to do what they want to do. We don't want to sacrifice for anything. And so today, that is how it's, it's, it's going down into our medical field. It's gone into our jobs. People wonder why they can't keep employees. 
everybody's fighting to keep employees now because the young folks, they ain't taught nothing. They're not taught commitment. They're not taught loyalty. They're not taught love and mercy and justice. They're not taught the simplest, the most simplest moral things of, um, of, 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 of how the world works. And so, hey, they don't even give a two-week notice no more. People working for you, they'll call, they don't even call you. They just don't come back. You know, I got dudes that I have appointments with for hundreds of appointments a year. Half of those appointments, those guys, they don't show up, don't even call and tell you that they ain't going to show up. You sitting there waiting. Well, guess he ain't coming. People have no, they don't, they don't really respect anything. They only care about themselves. And it's, 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 that is, what is that? That means Satan has really seeped into our environment. And the only way to get him out is through prayer and suffering and sacrifice as Christ did. And so that's why it's important that we we go suffering is it means something. If you understand that suffering means something and when suffering, that means when you're united with Christ, he 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 works on your wife for you. He works on your marriage for you. This Holy Spirit works on works on to try to change your wife's cold heart. OK, and that's how it works. Um, next. So. This is how doctors and hospitals make so much in revenue these days. Doctors aren't really taught to cure disease anymore. They are taught to stop the pain, to mask the symptoms, to take away the pain immediately. Just like in our man, that's how we do in our life, in, in our work, in our job, in our, in, our, in our medical thing, and in our marriage. That's how we are. We can't even, like right now, there's a thing, you know, like on um, TikTok, YouTube, uh, and uh, Instagram. They got they they got what you call now these they're called shorts, and basically you can't make a, basically to be in that realm your video cannot be longer than a minute to be on that platform because why and you know those videos are doing great you know why because people don't have they they don't have a uh, attention span anymore they try but they're just so impatient they can't even watch a video for fifteen or twenty seconds if it don't entertain them or make them laugh or. Or it has some value to it. They, they, you know, you start a video these days like me. When I come into my podcast, I'm hyped up. Why? Because you wouldn't. If I wasn't, you wouldn't listen to me. I mean, this is my natural. This is how I am naturally, anyway. But if I was just a laid back dude, you know, a lot of people really wouldn't listen to me. You know, um, and then plus I try my best to give value, and I and I care. You know, that's has a big thing to do with it, too. But I mean, like, with, like in those platforms, if your video's over a minute, it can't it can't be shown because people ain't going to watch it. OK, so that's what we're coming to today. Um, right now, they are just taking the, the they are just um, taking advantage of our unwillingness to suffer and to get the heart get to the heart of the matter. That's what doctors are doing. The, the, they, they don't mean to, but they're just serving what we want them to do. When I go, when you go to the doctor, I'm in pain. I don't want to suffer. Give me my pill so I can go. You know, and doctors, and some do- a lot of doctors, they used to try to be like, look, man, no, man, you know, eat this and eat that. And doctor, look, doc, I ain't trying to hear all that. Just give me my pill <laughs> so I can go home. I don't want to hear all that now. Just, I'm not trying to eat better. I ain't trying to do all that. Just give me my pill <laughs> so I can go home, right? So, um, to, uh, they are just taking advantage of our unwillingness to suffer and to the heart of the matter to, in fact, cure our bodies for the long haul, right? We don't, that's not curing our bodies for the long haul by taking a pill. And this is the way we men think of repairing our broken marriages. This has to be, there has to be some trick. 
some quick process, some pill to get my wife to return to her right mind, to regain her senses and come back to a husband that has not changed, is broken and really does not see the damage he has done or is doing. But thinks she should return anyway, if only just to continue the status quo. That's how men think, right? Something's wrong with her. You know, she didn't tell me she's upset. She didn't tell me she's unhappy. Well, she she right. You're right. She didn't. But she gave you a ton of clues if you just would have looked. And you probably did look. And you probably did see it. But you probably said, well, she ain't dying and she ain't sick. She ain't crying. So she'll be all right. No, she wasn't. And no, she ain't. <laughs> okay so when they when they start getting like that and we think why can't you just come back and just be part of the status quo god she'll say he'll, what do guys say i got the i got other guys that go i try to tell that god has divorced and it's sinful to leave your husband is sinful to not to not give me to not give your husband sex and it's sinful to go and divorce your husband it's sinful and it says it right here in scripture see it says it right here Man, your wife ain't trying to hear that. She don't care. She don't care. All she knows is she's unhappy and miserable. That's all she knows. And all that other stuff don't mean nothing. Even God, it don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing. She don't care. And so when a man tries to go, hey, you know, script, see the scripture right here? It says it. She ain't, Look, man, women, I lost. She, he's like, hey, man, God made me lose my husband. I'll try to talk about what, I don't care what God talking about. They don't. When you when a woman is at that point that she's like this in marriage crisis and she's trying to go and leave and all that stuff, she could care less about what God's talking about. And the more, that's why I tell men, that's why I tell men, don't talk about the church, don't talk about God and Jesus or scripture or nut praying or nothing with your wife right now. Because all you're doing, that, that does is cause conflict and that just makes her feel more guilty and shame about what she's doing, which does what? It alienates her from you, you know, and so she don't want to talk to you. So you, you've got to understand that that stuff, they women, they have thought about this for a very long time, a very long time. They don't make this. A woman does not make this decision lightly. She doesn't. But guys, like you said, like that question I just said. They don't really tell you straight out. Well, a lot of women do, but a lot of women don't. They don't tell their husband. I had a guy yesterday talking to him. He called her out. He said, but you never told me you was unhappy. She said, well, you're right. I didn't. Well, so? <laughs> women could be cold, man. Women could be cold, dude. <laughs> you know. Women can be cold, man. They can, dog. And you know, once they don't love, once they start that emotional connection starts going, dude. They, they, they. Hey, it's it's like a, it's like a, it's like a. Uh, what do you call it? Or those little dogs in a in a Doberman picture. You know, they go from a little sweet little dog to this big huge Doberman picture. I ain't trying to hear nothing you're trying to say, brother. <laughs> so. And herein lies the problem, right? Men, we won't listen. We come to the internet in search of the magic pill. We won't take action because, well, we just have not found that quick fix yet. 
It's got to be out there. It has to be out there. It must be out there. So we procrastinate and stall and blame our wife for her gall, for the gall of her to put us through this unimaginable pain. How could she put me through this pain like this? You know, she didn't even tell me, you know. Uh, so when the Holy Spirit does send us the person or avenue that can help us as men, we reject that because why? Well, it's going to take too long, Jerry. Jerry, it costs too much. Jerry, listen, that's more work than I'm willing to do, right? That's the things you hear. That's what you hear. And I just don't have the time for all that right now because, you know, it took decades to break my marriage and there is no way it's going to take any more than a couple of weeks to fix it. That's how guys think, right? Listen, they don't even realize, man, it took 30 years for your marriage to be crapped out. And then when you all of a sudden see, oh, I'm in emergency mode, all of a sudden, man, it should, look, I got it. I got it, God. I got it, Jerry. Don't worry, man. It's only going to take a couple of weeks to fix this. I just got to find that trick. I got to find a pill, man, to fix it. It'll be cool. She'll be fine. I got it. I got it. I actually had guys sit in front of me and act like that. Man, don't worry, man. I just got to do this. I just got to, I just got to, you know, start doing that and start doing this. I just got to be better. I go, well, man, how are you going to be better? Well, man, I'm just going to be better, man. I'm going to, well, what's the plan? What you going to do? How you going to do it? Well, see, I'm, I'm going to do what you said. Well, what did I say? <laughs> see, dude, you can't. You can't con a conner, dude. I, I I know the game. You can't game the gamer. I know the game. You don't know what you're going to do. Men don't know, they don't know what they're going to do, but they're trying to jack me around because I'm trying to help them, but they really don't really want the help. They just want somebody to listen to them and to tell them some quick fix to, to make things better, but that is not going to fix a marriage for the long haul. And like you hear me always say, a lot of dudes can get their wife back. A lot of dudes can't. Or most can't, but a lot of dudes can. But that's but what you need. What you need a marriage coach for is to get that woman to never want to leave again once you do get her home. Hey man, my wife left me three or four times. Three or four times, man. I can't remember. I lost count. I talked her back. She came back. You know, but that one time she didn't. That one time she didn't come back. And that's the deal. Every couple of years, that's what they do. If it don't get better, that's what they do. They just, they just, they leave. They, they can't stand it no more. So if you, the thing about it is you, because you, 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 your wife loved you before. She thought she was a man of her dreams. She loved you. And, 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 and guys, they, you know, you got her once. So you think, well, I can get her again. And yeah, you can. But can you keep her there forever? If you are 40 years old, and you are married to your wife, you got 60 more years of marriage, can you keep your wife in your home happy and fulfilled as a woman, have a great marriage for 60 more years? Can you do that? Are you able to do that? Do you have the skills to do that? Do you have the warrior spirit to do that? And if you don't, which most 99% of men don't anymore today, then you need to go get some help to help you get that. Because the payoff of creating a great marriage is way more than any pain that you could think about. It really is. But we have to we have to sacrifice for it first. So next, um, that is the exact mindset of why a wife leaves, though, takes her children and moves away, sometimes many states away. 
you know, it's important that husbands realize our beloved is not a machine, a toy, a knife, fork, or spoon. She is not a freaking broken down car that will continue to respond to a man who doesn't listen, neglects her, and places whatever he wants in front of her. And moreover, has not a clue of the pain he has caused. That's why women get mad. Because we act, we, we, we're clueless. We're clueless, and then they go, well, darn, he don't even know something wrong with me. Which was what? Makes her more mad. <laughs> yeah, he's clueless. He'll know I'm, there's something wrong with me. So then she gets more resentful, and she gets more hurt, and she gets more of, I just, I can't stand it. I can't stand him. I hate when he touches me. You know, man, that is, ooh, that's hurt. That hurts, man. Can you imagine? Think about what I just said. You know, you've been married for five years, 20 years, 30 years, and, and just just 10 years ago, just 10 years ago, right? Your wife loved you more than anything on the earth. She would have died for you. She would have stepped in front of a car to save to save you. She took a bullet for you just five years ago, just six months ago, right? All of a sudden, today... I know women, they can't stand him. They can't stand him. To even look at him hurts her. For him to touch her, it makes her skin crawl. For him to get on top of her, just makes her just want to die. But they don't say nothing. They don't say nothing. They don't. And it's a travesty they don't say nothing. It's not fair. You know, it's really not. Um, and 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 guys, we, you know. Women don't really realize that they got you have to hit us over the head sometimes. I'm the same as y'all. I am. You got to hit me on the head sometimes. You have to really, as a man, you have to really be aware of yourself. You have to constantly be aware of your surroundings and what's going on around you so that you're aware and you can you can when 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 the Holy Spirit talks to you, you can you can hear him, you know. And just think about it, you know, you're married. I know couples. Just a year ago, she loved that man more than anything. Now he's in my he's in my in my program talking about man, she hates me. A year. Dude, the the last time I had, I think it's six months. Six months. I had a dude in front of me. He only been married six months. He was young. He was in his twenties, early twenties. Six months. Six months she she can't stand him. And it's, you know, it's terrible. It's really terrible to that much misery. Just think of all the misery that this causes, that, that divorce causes. It's sad, man. So today we're going to go into the mindset that we as husbands must save in order to, must have in order to get into the battle mode and stop the egotistical, I got a call, and stop the egotistical search for the magic pill, which does not exist. So how do you get into the proper mindset to prepare for the battle it's going to take to fix a marriage in crisis? Here are the four. So we're going to take a break real quick, a five-second break, and we are going to uh, take our call. Boom. Let's talk about your Catholic marriage problems. Weekdays, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on the Catholic Alpha Radical Facebook page and CatholicAlpha.com. Right, all right. We have a caller on the line. Pray for my technology, y'all. Oh, uh oh. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? 
Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, good. We're connected. <laughs> Woohoo! So, <laughs> hey, man, this is it's always a 50-50 thing with these calls. It's always a 50-50 thing. <laughs> I know. Technology is wonderful until it doesn't work. Then it's hell. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, how can I help you today? Okay. My son-in-law, my daughter's not married praying man. She married a quote-unquote good man. He's good. According to the world, he doesn't pray. And um, I can see cracks in their marriage. And um, I don't know. I was thinking maybe I get some prayer cards for my my uh, son's and daughter and daughter-in-law. Maybe I can encourage them to, you know, every now and then pull out the prayer card and use it. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> to get them started. To get them, you know, a new habit. I know. The thing about it is if if he doesn't... If he go, does he go to church on Sunday? <laughs> He does. He's the technical guy. I visited their church this Sunday, and he was having uh, computer problems and screen problems. So he's in the building, quote unquote. Yeah. I don't know how much he's really getting absorbed. Right. Not much. And, you know, it's a it's a it's a it's a little Baptist church, you know, and they are right, you know, but they deserve better than I right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they deserve more. Well, maybe they don't deserve more because they don't pray. So maybe they're, maybe they're where they're supposed to be. <laughs> well, the way it works is when you're young, God gives you a lot more mercy, a lot more grace, right? A lot more time to get things together. Um, mm-hmm. and and so, but if it, what, what if 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 we don't conform, what eventually happens is then the the pain happens, right? God allows the pain in our life through the, the through the demonic, and then our things start to go down. When you're married and you're first married, like when you're you know, or when you first leave your home as a, as a as a as a teenager, 18, 19 years old, you get a lot of leeway. But as the years goes on, if you don't conform and bring it back together, then what happens is, you know, God starts to get you like, listen, you got to get this together. And so the reason I'm seeing that is. Your son-in-law, he's not going to listen. The only thing you can do is like maybe the prayer cards. You you, you got to keep like you, what you have to do is give him like clues and like, and try to help him a little at a time and give it to him a little bit at a time. The reason why uh-huh. is because he won't listen any other way. And then as the pain starts to enter his life, and then he will start to remember what you did and then how you talked to him and then the, the tools that you gave him. But the only way to really get a man to really listen, he has to be in pain. I'm going to put you on mute for a second because I think it's really so you can still can you still hear me? Gary, good. So um, basically what will happen is the 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 pain will, will get him to start to conform. Men don't do anything unless it's painful. M- women don't either, but men, it's more so we don't, you know, it has to be very painful for us to be able to start to conform and look at ourselves. You know, you before, like before I started dealing in marriage crisis, when I was just a regular marriage coach 
and I said, oh, man, you know, marriage maintenance, man, and, and do this to keep your marriage on a good track and do this to make your marriage better and, you know, do these things and, and try to, man, nobody listened to me. <laughs> they didn't. So they, they, um, they, they didn't listen to me. But when I started getting into marriage crisis about how to fix when your wife has divorced you, if she wants an annulment, if she wants to, uh, if she wants to leave or ask for a divorce, all of a sudden, I'm doing all right. People listen because they're in, that's pain. Men, if if it's, if things are okay, if things are, you know, somewhat a little bad, they will not worry about it. But when the pain gets unbearable, like marriage crisis stuff, then like I'm like I haven't had sex in a year. All of a sudden, then that becomes a priority problem, and then they're willing to listen and try to find help. And so with your son-in-law, it's the same thing. You have to be patient with him. You have to guide him. And then what you do is he will eventually come around as he gets older, um, and then hopefully it will be sooner than later. Another thing, too, you can try to have – you know, your husband talk to him. If your husband's around, try to have your husband talk to him if he has some sense. Because even then, sometimes they ain't got no sense either. But that he can talk to him and maybe get him to try to understand a little bit better. And that help both you and him can guide him together. So what do you think? Hello? Did you hear me? What I you, heard you, but you had me on mute, so you could hear Yeah, I'm, no, I know that. I'm telling you, I'm just yeah. saying. Uh, oh, yeah, what yeah, do you think? Yeah. Uh, I think, okay, we'll see. Okay. All right, well, thanks. I think those are good, I think those are good suggestions. <laughs> and, you know, you're right. He is a man who needs, I mean, I, I, I hate to, uh, how do I say it? He, he's, he's, well, I guess most people are really into comfort and joy, but myself. But he really seems to really absorb comfort and joy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just learned last week or the week before about my, my sense of gluttony and sloth. And it kind of jolted me a little bit. Man, there's a lot of that going on in that house. <laughs> yeah, it is. And he, and that's the thing is. And I, and I, I hate to. I hate to think what a what a, the most. I hate to think what it's going to motivate. Uh, and that's that's nothing. You never know what's going to be the thing that motivates him. That's why you got to keep trying your best to to work with him and be patient and get his wife to work with and try to talk to him too. But you can't. You have to. The thing about a grown man, you have to guide him. You can't force him. You can't nag him to do it because then that just makes him defensive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Thank you. Uh huh. Bye. If you're getting value from this, we're going to finish that. That was a good call, man. That's that's a hard one, ain't it? How do I get a man to start praying? Huh? Woo. (laughs) Good luck, right? (laughs) Good luck. So, hey, let's get back to business. We're almost done for the day. But I want to make sure that I give you these tips 
to help you to understand um to understand how to get in warrior mode uh to um to help your to help you to understand that you know you can you can get your marriage back on track but you got to suffer and work and sacrifice for it it's not going to happen any other way and even if it does work your way she's not going to stay happy she's not i see it too many times too many times i've seen it happen man this is why i don't preach that i don't preach quick fixes i let guys know up front it might only take a month i've had that happen a few times that you know people in marriage crisis they come get help a month two, hey, everything's good again. Then he just keeps following through the program. He learns all the rest of the stuff. He puts all that stuff in um in um puts all that stuff in 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 pat in practice. And then he learns how to keep his wife happy forever, so she don't go back to that stuff that old way. You know, but a lot of times it's six months to a year. The 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 thing is six. It's gonna take six months to a year. It, it a lot of times it takes less than that. But I don't I don't sugarcoat stuff. It's better to get in it for the long haul that, listen, your wife might reject the Holy Spirit. She might reject everything. And so it's going to take time. The way I is, if you don't quit, you'll get your wife back if you come get help. That's the way that's the way I work. OK, so here are four quick tasks to help you get in your right mind and get into battle mode to ignite your warrior spirit and get your beloved back while away from Satan. OK, so number one. You and your wife cause this. It will take time to correct it. It will take suffering and complete sacrifice. The temporal effects of your actions must be repaired, right? We talked about that. The Holy Spirit will help, but he can only help through your willing to sacrifice. This is why you hear me say you've got to prove to God that you want to save your marriage. you got to prove to him. Now, you get when you get married, you get grace. Automatically, you get grace, right, because it's a sacrament. Okay, but you have as a man, you and your wife have to, you know, as a wife, y'all have to keep that grace going by what? By adding to it by doing the sacraments, like going to mass, like going to confession, like praying the rosary, like um, you know, us fasting, and all these things it takes to 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 grow closer to God together, because that's the whole purpose of you saving the marriage is so that you, your wife, and your children can all journey towards God you know, to, to make it to heaven and to be in eternity and at peace and in front of love, what we say we want, because this earth is painful. We all know that. I don't care if you got a billion dollars, it's still painful, you know? So remember it took years, even decades for some of you to get here, the pain, the misery, the rejection, and it's going to take enduring the patience to correct it. All of us have had some improvement and many of you can, like I said, you can, help your marriage a little bit. But once you're in marriage crisis, you're going to need more help. You must see the winds and reject the influence of the demonic. Number two, you can't expect to make headway without praying properly. Man, I, that was that's why that call was so, that we had just had was so typical and so important and so relevant to what we're talking about today. Men think that I can neglect the supernatural world, God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, the Trinity, they neglect the, the, the faith of the church, and they think that their life is just going to be okay. And like you heard me say, it is okay for a while, but this, this life's a test. It's a challenge. 
So your life is not going to be like that all the time, always, if you, especially if you refuse to worship God the way he demands it. And people think, well, why do I have to worship a God anyway? The reason why is to make yourself better, to make you realize that there's something greater in this universe than ourselves. And, and so if we don't do that, because we have to, in order to be in front of God, your soul has to be perfect. You, you can't, you have to be totally pure. So what, if, if it's not, you, you're going to go to hell. If it's almost pure, then you're going to go to purgatory. And when it's completely pure, after he, after after purgatory has burned your butt, <laughs> has burned your butt for centuries, then you go to heaven. And we have to pray. You know, prayer is a suffering; it's sacrifice. And so, once you understand that, man, boom, you start. You do it, and it makes you a better man, and it makes you able to withstand the world, and it keeps Satan out of your life for the most part. Okay, number three. This is a spiritual warfare fight, and if you don't embrace it, you will lose. Remember, you are not a regular everyday man anymore. If you listen to this podcast, if you're in my program, um, if you're, you know, whatever, you know, if you're trying to be a better man of a God and your wife, you're not a you're not a regular dude anymore. You are a spiritual warrior. You can't get lax. You must put your marriage first every day, not only when it's convenient. You are the head. You have the grace and authority from God to fix this. You must realize you and your wife are fighting fighting fallen angels. Okay? Fallen angels are what? They're demons. They're Satan. They are smarter, stronger, and more resourceful than you. They know fixing your marriage will completely change your environment, your wife, your kids, your family, your friends. And they cannot allow that. Remember, the model of every demon is anything but God. So if you feel your if your if your mind is not filled with God, intellect is not filled with God every day, you're inviting, you're basically inviting the demonic to into your into your environment instead. To it's called demonic oppression, where they influence you, your thoughts, your actions, they get into your relationships, your marriage with your kids, your health, your finances, and everything. That's that's the deal. That's the deal. The model of anything, of every demon is anything but God. And if you don't understand that as a Christian soldier, you're you're behind the A-ball, man. You get you getting pounded every day. Okay? Um, they know if they can get you to quit and focus on yourself, that they have you, they have your wife, your kids, and your marriage. The last one, number four, when she is angry, fighting mad, unvengeful, this will help. You must allow her to get her frustrations and pain out. So what does that mean? You must listen and embrace it, you know, which means what? No smart remarks, only sympathy, empathy, and understanding. In other words, humility. You must remove all her for ammunition, okay? When your wife is upset, you're in marriage crisis, that's why you hear me saying, you know, listen to her. Let her talk. Don't interrupt. Because when you interrupt, that shows what? You're not listening. If you ain't listening, you're not hearing her. And she's going to say, well, see, I knew it. I'm What I'm doing is justified because he just won't change. And he ain't going to change. 
Most of the wives that tell they tell the men that I work with, you ain't going to change. You ain't going to never change. And that's why I'm not going to be around here no more. I, I, you know, and then I, I, what do I say to that? <laughs> uh, you know, and because it's all up on you. It's you have to initiate action. And the action is you got to get help. You got to initiate the Holy Spirit and you've got to get yourself going. If you don't do those three things, it's it's almost impossible to get out of marriage crisis and to keep that woman there forever. That's the goal. The goal is once you get your wife back in good graces with you and you guys' marriages back on track, how do I keep her there forever? Because what, what usually happens is in another year, five years, 10 years, 15 years, it happens again. She leaves again. And again, so because we're telling him we're gonna we're gonna change that it's gonna change everything's gonna change I'm gonna be different, but then we get lax again right after six months or a year or two we get we get laxed again because why we haven't built the habits it takes to show our wife that we care and that she's priority. So that is. It for today. I hope I hope that you guys got some out of that, and I really hope that you um, embrace what I'm saying and try to add that to a lot of the other things that we talk about. Believe it or not, man, marriage can be great, and I want you to share this podcast. You know, share it with people that need help. Everybody has problems in their marriage, man. Learning how to deal with stuff, man, is the key. Learning how to fix it is the key. Learning how to deal with it and building up the skills it takes um, and, and the actions it takes to make it, to keep it on track so that it doesn't get too bad, so that it stays good. Then, so as long as you can keep it that good, then you can, you can, then you can focus on becoming great. Then once you get to great, you can focus on making it legendary. All right. So that being said, we're going to take a break and then we will be out of here. Boom. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. And so, in conclusion, as we always do, we end with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, quote, Society offers you comfort, 
but you weren't made for comfort. You, you were made for greatness. So go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is up on you fast. I said, pray. I said, go forth, Christian soldier, fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 Radical. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.